persons in this newscast are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our other social media platforms. If they were a laxative, they'd be so powerful you could stand on your head and sh** on the ceiling. That position would not only be unveiling, but also undignified. You're listening to Hollywood on Motorcycle Madhouse on iTunes and all major podcasting platforms. Hey, you guys, how you doing? Welcome aboard the show, everyone. How you guys doing over on MotorcycleMadhouse.com, Spotify, iTunes, all the rest of you that are listening all over the podcast platforms. And I got to say hi to my YouTube guys. How you guys doing over there on YouTube? Today's show... We're going to be covering a bunch of stuff right now. We're going to be covering uh, a couple stories on the Pagans, Hell's Angels, the whole nine yards. But first, don't forget to subscribe to all the platforms. Hey, I want you guys to go over to the YouTube channel in the community section and go check out what we just posted. Yeah, you're going to see what us creators have to deal with all the time you know a lot of time uh people ask me where did this go or where did that go well you'll see just why and where and what uh, also uh over on hooliganbiker.com i just put out uh, a new article don't forget to go over there check it out uh there's an article of what i think a one percenter club is all that good jive it goes into some background of uh, the 60s, the whole nine yards. But how's everybody doing out there, man? I'm telling you, it's freezing here in northern Illinois. Jesus, it's going to be like a freaking polar vortex again. You know what? I do not know why I continue to put myself through this misery every winter. You know, northern Illinois has great writing and stuff. Great riding in the frickin' summertime. In the wintertime, you might as well have a frickin' snowmobile up here. But again, you know, I can't even complain about snowmobiles because in December, you can't ride a damn thing. We haven't been getting a lot of snow until, you know, around January, February. But I should really look into a frickin' snowmobile. You know, I always heard that uh, the trails are cool uh, riding up there. I know in Wisconsin, they actually got a trail that rides all the way up through the state, man. They got little bars on the side. That frickin' works. But anyway, let it, let us go into the news for this morning instead of me talking up a storm here okay before we get into the biker news man we gotta give a huge happy birthday to chuck yeager he turns 97 the right stuff man if you guys want to check that out man that movie that was an awesome movie to me but anyway it you know it shows him breaking the sound barrier the whole nine yards uh again jaeger of course was the pilot who ensured that the sound barrier was no longer a barrier dude is a legend man he was the first pilot in history confirmed to have exceeded the speed of sound and level flight when his bullet-shaped Bell X-1 broke the sound barrier at 45,000 feet 
above the Southern California desert. Happy birthday, Chuck. You rock, man. Awesome veteran and awesome guy, man. Glamorous Glennis, man. He did it in with that freaking rocket, man. You imagine being uh, hooked to that damn thing in them days, man, not knowing what's going to happen to you. But happy birthday, man. Uh, we're going to go over to Times, West Virginia, by God, West Virginia's in the news. Three plead not guilty and near fatal assault by Eric Heron out of the Times, Virginia again. Uh, Fairmont, three of the four men indicted for the fear, uh, near fatal assault of a Hells Angels motorcycle club member at BFS Foods last year in Whitehall pleaded not guilty at their formal arraignments Wednesday in Marion County Circuit Court. Those entering the not guilty pleas before Marion County Judge David R. James were Bruce Evan Davis, 54. Uh, he was indicted for conspiracy to commit a felony, attempted murder in the first degree. Jason Edward Harris, 49, last known address uh, they give. Then Fairmont, who was indicted for conspiracy to commit a felony, attempted murder in the first degree. They basically charged them all with the same stuff. Daniel Lester Ryan, a 25. James said their trials were scheduled for 9 a.m. April 15th. Harris's attorney, Holly Turkett, said she will file a motion for a reduction in bond, which is at $500,000. Holy cow. Harris questioned the charges against him, but Judge James told him that the guilt or innocent will be determined at the later date. A fourth person, James Cody Biggie, 38, was, uh, then they give the, you know, the address, who was indicted for conspiracy, uh, basically the same thing, uh, will have his formal arraignment at, uh, 3.40, uh, p.m. February 18. Uh, police described the melee as a fight between the Hells Angels and Pagan's Motorcycle Clubs at 1.50 p.m. on August 3rd. Uh, let's see here. Report stated there was a fight stabbing in Fairmont between Hells Angel Club and Pagan's Motorcycle Club and that one of the Hells Angel members was being transported to Ruby Memorial Hospital. According to the criminal complaint, the men took part in a pre-planned physical confrontation with several other men in the BFS Foods parking lot. I remember covering that story over on... Uh, what was it? Uh, HarleyLiberty.com. Uh, let's see here. Kenneth Murphy of Hilton, New York, was struck with a baseball bat and cut and stabbed with a knife during the physical confrontation. Let's see here. Anthony Shuffle, also a victim, was struck by a silver and gray in color Jeep, was driven by Biggie, knocking him down, causing injuries to his arms and legs, and was treated at the scene. So, let's see here. Yeah, it looks like it was just a fight. <laughs> but they're going to throw up all kinds of charges, you know, just to try to make an example. West Virginia don't mess around when it comes to <laughs> the law, man. They like in the uh, dark ages still back there. But, uh, yeah, I do remember that. Uh, yeah, I what out was the Hells Angels in West Virginia? You know, that's uh, interesting. But, hey, it is what it is. But, uh, again, they're going to be, uh, you know, go through their trials, stuff like that. It'd be interesting to see if the victims testify in this uh, 
case. Real interesting. Anyway, let's go to uh, the Hell's Angels. Uh, <laughs> Team 12 investigates Hell on Wheels. I'll give you a couple seconds of this video. Hell's Angels Motorcycle Club and the clubhouse at 241 Long Street Avenue, the target of the gunfire. You heard from that door. Yeah, right when it opened. concerning, but you can't blame them, really. I mean, it's like blaming a victim for getting shot at. Do you blame the shooter or do you blame the victim? Their reputation preceding their arrival and anticipated motor exhaust sounds. Known as one of the... Let's go uh, a little bit forward in this. ...million dollars. And looking deeper into city documents, Team 12 uncovered that Church of the Angels, Inc., which is under Hells Angels Motorcycle Club, has purchased four properties in total in the Bronx. Three in Throg's Neck. Those addresses are 11 Hollywood Avenue, 3088 Allen Place, and 3090 Allen Place. And then there's one over on City Island, and that one is 415 City Island Avenue. All acquired between June and October of 2019. Hmm, interesting. Anyway, uh, it goes on to say, after four decades, the infamous Hells Angels packed up their Manhattan clubhouse, which we know that one, and relocated to the Bronx. Their present quickly being became known to residents after bullets flew into their cl uh, clubhouse. Uh, that was January 2nd. And then, uh, let's see here. Reveal the Church of the Angels, Inc. <laughs> which is under the Hells Angels, which I just talked about. And they did uh, purchase more than just the clubhouse over in the Bronx, they purchased other property. Hey, maybe they're into investing, man. Investing in real estate, especially uh, in New York, will probably turn you a pretty penny, man. You know, rent, all that stuff. Personally, me, when it comes to real estate investment, don't want nothing to do with it, especially uh, that landlord stuff, because your property gets freaking destroyed. I, you got you don't know who you know yeah you can do background checks all that good stuff but i don't you know too much headaches for me too much headaches you know me i like investing in businesses you you pump up the business and then you flip the business a lot easier than freaking dealing with real estate anyway we have the gangster report if you guys haven't checked this out man it's a pretty cool freaking site uh gangsterreport.com they got everything from uh, what's going on in the club scene, what's going on in uh, the outfit, what's going on on the street. Uh, it's a really decent site. Uh, a lot of informational stuff uh, on this site. Uh, but this one's by Scott Bernstein. Uh, Pagan's MC Chief Walks from Prison. New Jersey Biker Power Pitta Fowler back for clubs expansion push now you can't confirm that so you know we don't know a guy just got out of prison and everybody expects him to do this and do that but nobody knows that shit anyway february 13 2020 new jersey's pagan motorcycle club boss tim pita fowler was released from prison after a decade behind bars for plotting to kill rival hell's angel club leaders the 51-year-old follower is a U.S. Marine, a, fo a former one. Hoorah, man. Awesome stuff right there. You got to give him his credit, man. He did uh, serve our country and served as president of the Pagans Trenton chapter in the 2000s. It's unclear that uh, what role, if any, follower will play in the air where the Pagans are actively looking to acquire more territory in his home state. 
the Pagans national president, Keith Conan the Barbarian Richter, issued the Blue Wave Initiative two years ago. Again, that's a little out there, isn't it? Who knows? That's one thing I can't stand about the media. They automatically assume uh, that that's what's going on. And especially with uh, the... This kind of coincides with that New Jersey Crime Commission stuff. It's like the Chicago Crime Commission, but uh, the Chicago Crime Commission ain't uh, a legislative body like it is there in uh, New Jersey. That's where they brought a couple pagans up to testify, and they're saying they're this and that. And the pagans just sit there, been quiet, and took the Fifth Amendment the way it's supposed to be. So you got to give them freaking street cred for that, man. That's awesome stuff right there. They just sat there and told, basically, gave them a middle finger and let you you know let them talk the way they want to talk but you got to prove it um then they get into the specific targeting uh parts of new jersey perceived as hell's angels turf and other parts of the northeastern u.s under richter's orders pagans in the region wear an east coast rocker rather than one that identifies any particular city or state as is customary in most other clubs protocol now where he's wrong on that the pagans never ever did that they never put territory they never did the city in the state thing it i wish they would put that in there anyway there have been seven new pagan chapters open in recent years well <laughs> the clubs are expanded so what's the problem Peter Fowler was indicted in 2010 in Operation On The Road Again, On The Road Again, along with one-time New York Pagans chapter bosses Jason Roblox Blair and John J.R. Ibling, charged with conspiracy in a plot to firebomb Hells Angels social functions and personal residences. Fowler pleaded not guilty in the spring of 2012. Blair and Ebling used to run Conan's Riker Long Island chapter prior to the incarcerations. You know, it's like he, they're always throwing Conan under the bus. <laughs> always, man. You have to have first-hand information before you throw somebody under the bus like this. Man, you know... Personally, you know, with Conan, maybe he's just trying to expand the club. You know, doing it. You know, the Pagans have always been East Coast, and of course, there's going to be problems when you got another club moving in into that area, man. You know, it's just like Michigan or you know other states, Colorado. That people always ask. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me uh, get over here, and I'm going to get into. Uh, the regular screen view and get off of this part uh, okay you're ready for a little rant here we're back onto the screen you guys over on uh, the podcast don't even know that but uh anyway a lot of people and i think i covered this the other day ask why can't clubs get along well it is simple each part of the country has its own thing. That's why I talk about this protocol stuff is local and at the state level because it is not, not the same nationwide. And one of the things I caught, you know, covered in the article over on hooliganbiker.com was that each scene is different, okay? You got the white scene, you got the black scene, and when you try to throw protocol in that mix, 
a lot of the stuff in the white scene, that protocol that a lot of people talk about, and I'm not bashing on anybody, I'm talking in general, that protocol don't, you know, transfer over to the black set. So the, a lot of stuff that the black set has does not go into the white set. So think about that for a moment when uh, everybody's talking about protocol, because some of the stuff I hear, I like cringe. I was like, man, that had never happened here in the Midwest. You know, that's a black set thing, not a white set thing. And, you know, unfortunately, I know a lot of clubs that still, <laughs> it's closed off, man. Uh, but anyway, when you got clubs that are usually traditional, I'm talking going back decades upon decades, man. That they're the ones that been there, they put in the beef, they put in all the work to make sure it's a secure area. Uh, they're keeping all the smaller clubs in line where they're not causing problems for everybody. Then you have another one just come in to try to expand. Yeah, there's going to be a hell of a lot of problems. Anybody who tells you that the club scene is all cookies and ice creams and then, you know, the positive yeah there's a lot of positives okay in the club scene but do not be fooled the club scene is hardcore there's a lot of politics in it and i can almost guarantee you, i'll bet you a g note that there's never gonna be peace until People start respecting each other's boundaries, man. That's just like in regular life. You know, you want people to respect your boundaries. It's the same thing with the clubs. So when you look at this story, and it especially bugs me when they throw a national president under the bus in the news. Because they know damn well the club can't respond or, you know, because clubs have this tradition of not responding. And if they do, it's usually off record. But the mainstream media goes and prints what they say. So how could you even know what's going in somebody's mind and print that? Again, that they're just using the name and, the you know, personally, I think they threw the guy under the bus. And, you know, if he wants to expand his club with his club guys, he's going to expand his freaking club. You know, uh, that bottom rocker thing, I think, bugged me the most because everybody knew that. But, you know, you put out there that, hey, now he's claiming the whole East The pagans have always been on the East Coast. And a lot of times, the terror... See, the East Coast is a lot different than the Midwest. The Midwest, I have to say, you're luckily... You have, you know, the dominance, you know, you don't have all this mixing of dominance like you do on the East and the West Coast. Everything's pretty much chill. That's why I think the scene's a lot different in the Midwest. And I think uh, not only because I live here, but uh, I had, it's easier to identify with the clubs in the Midwest than it is on East and West Coast because there's a whole different way of thinking here in the Midwest. Uh, people respect each other's boundaries here, and that's why you really don't see, you know, many problems, you know. And I wish that was the case everywhere else, but it's just not the case. It, it really isn't. So when people ask that question again, there's never going to be peace unless, you know, some of these clubs stop moving into other people's territories. You know, people wonder. I'd put it this way. 
and I think I used this example before. Somebody comes into your house and tells you, okay, you know, we're here, blah, 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 but didn't knock. Okay? Didn't sit down at a table, didn't do nothing. They just say, well, we're these people, you know, we do what we want. Okay, then you wonder why bombs are going off. You wonder why shots are being fired. You wonder why people are getting stabbed up because you're coming into somebody else's home. Does that make sense to everybody who asks why clubs can't get along? I, you know what? I wish that it was like the outfit, you know, where uh, Luciano and all them said, okay, here's the territorial boundaries. Let's set up our commission. Uh, everything goes through the commission. We want to keep peace. So we to do business. And then there's no problems. You know, some clubs do that now. You know, I know uh, a couple of the dominants, they really freaking communicate with each other and they keep it on an even plane, man. But when you have outsiders come in, that upsets the balance. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, that's gang. That's gang. Well, you know, you do gang shit, they're going to put you out there like that. But I do understand the flip side of the whole deal where I wouldn't want somebody coming to my house either, man. You know, that's one thing about me and the show. I like giving both sides of everything. I'll put it out, and a lot of people don't understand when I'm doing it is, okay, when I'm talking about one certain thing happening, well, uh, it might seem that I'm bashing, but that's the point of view a lot of people who listen to us have. So I put that out there like now how I'm putting out about the pagans, man. I think, you know, personally, you can't throw people under the bus like that unless you have actual knowledge. And I, and people wonder why people won't talk to the press, these clubs. Well, that's why, because they'll take the littlest freaking thing, the littlest thing you say and turn it into a volcano. <laughs> a volcano so but anyway happy birthday freaking Jaeger man you're awesome you're an American hero uh, you set up everything from space flight the whole nine yards by breaking that sound barrier let me know your comments in the comment section below this Sunday we have episode 13 of season 3 of motorcycle madhouse that's going to be a good one. It's going to be hardcore, and uh, yeah, we'll put it all out there. It will not be on our YouTube channel. Again, check out the community section. You'll see why we don't put a lot over here on that platform, but it will be on the radio, so you to hear that. It's Spotify, iTunes, all the big ones. You guys know this by now. Uh, also, get your daily biker news over at HarleyLiberty.com. BikerLifestyleMagazine.com uh, if you're in all the, you know, the motorcycles and stuff. We try to keep it uh, right there. Then Hooligan Biker. That's my personal opinion. So, with that, I appreciate you guys uh, hitting on the show. Until next time, I'll talk to you guys later.